Blog Talk Radio. up everybody welcome to another edition of sports of a legend along with my co-host macaulay matthew i am of course william ramo what's up mac how you doing yeah what's up how's it going nothing much man how you doing not bad well you know how we do you know 
you know, Sunday night, early Sunday morning. Uh, we're going to talk some sports entertainment as usual. Uh, we're going to uh, lead off with big news in baseball. Mike Piazza and Ken Griffey Jr. are inducted in, will be inducted into the Hall of Fame later uh, this year. Uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about that uh, momentarily. We'll also talk about uh, Tom Coughlin uh, stepping down as the Giants head coach and possibly coaching another team uh, in uh, the NFC East. We'll get into that. Also, um, we'll also talk about um, uh, the Jets and uh, them uh, failing to uh, reach the playoffs when they had uh, all the opportunity to do it on uh, Sunday, last Sunday, uh, against the Bills. We'll get into that also. Also, the Knicks, uh, uh, their recent loss with the Spurs, their old-time nemesis, and, of course, uh, um the the Rangers uh, they they recently battled uh, the Washington uh, Capitals. We'll get into that also. And of course, lastly, we'll talk about uh, sports entertainment, a little WWE news, and the historic, uh, unprecedented Royal Rumble title defense uh, that Roman Reigns will be having at the Royal Rumble pay per view event uh, later uh, this month. Uh, and of course, most importantly. Uh, Mac, I know you know the number for the show, and that would be 917-388-4189. So uh, feel free to share your thoughts on any of these topics and more. And uh, with that, um, let's uh, let's talk about uh, the biggest news uh, this week, and that's the Hall of Fame. And... Um, Mike Piazza, he finally goes in the fourth times to try um, after, you know, narrowly uh, missing, uh, you know, getting elected the past three years. Uh, Mike Piazza, you know, he needed 75% of uh, the voting, uh, the voters to vote him in to the Hall of Fame. Uh, But this time he got in with 83% of the vote. And, uh, of course, you know, the bigger story is Ken Griffey Jr., only three voters uh, didn't vote for him uh, to get in. So he got 99% of uh, the voting uh, for him to go in. And uh, as a result, he surpassed uh, Tom Seaver, Tom Terrific, of course, you know, the legendary Met pitcher who uh, also pitched, uh, you know, with uh, the the White Sox and the Reds, throughout his illustrious career. Uh, uh, Mike Piazza, uh, uh, of course, you know, he's he's going in. Uh, and he, he's going to join Tom Seaver as the, the only two Met uh, players to go in, in, you know, go into the Hall of Fame as a, you know, as a Met. So that's an awesome honor. And uh, congrats to both men. And... Uh, you know what's eerily funny is that a long time ago, I think it was what 1995, they both uh, they both were on the cover of Sports Illustrated uh, with, with both of them holding a bat, and it, it said so 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 good, so young, or so young, so good. One of it, you know, basically, uh, you know, seeing the potential of both men, you know, and they they were just scratching the sur- the, the surface of their um, iconic careers. Of course, you know, 
uh, Griffey would later be traded to Reds when uh, he vetoed a trade that would have sent him to the Mets where Piazza and him would have been teammates. And I think if that would have happened, both of those guys would have been, uh, would have won a title. But unfortunately, uh, you know, Griffey wanted to go to the Reds where, you know, his family had history over there. And, and of course, uh, Piazza, uh, he got traded to the Marlins for a week and then he got traded to the Mets and the rest is history. And uh, Mike Piazza might be arguably the the best position player in Mets history. I mean, you have him, you have Daryl Strawberry as the two power guys, uh, you know, to ever put on a Mets uniform. And uh, congratulations to Mike Piazza. He finally takes his rightful place, um, becoming the low, the the first player with the lowest uh, um, draft selection to make it to the Hall of Fame. And, of course, Griffey became the first ever number one draft pick to uh, get inducted to the Hall of Fame and the first Seattle Mariner to go on into the Hall of Fame. So congratulations to both men. What's your thoughts on uh, this, Mac? Well, I think both players are well-deserving. I mean, Griffey, you know, during the 90s, you know, one of the most feared hitters in baseball. Um, and Piazza, you know, he uh, he's definitely um, one of the best Mets players of all time and one of the best hitting catchers of all time as well. So he's well-deserving. I, I think uh, both of these guys look forward to seeing their speeches on um, – when they get inducted, you know, um, during um, Hall of Fame day. But it's well-deserving, you know. They both deserve it. They both had great careers. Uh, absolutely. This, Even though there's only two men, but uh, they were two well-deserving. And uh, it's a very interesting class, even though it's just two men, you know. Both both uh, men well-deserved. Um, like you said, I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing what uh, both of these guys have to say, you know, at the Hall of Fame speeches, and um, yeah, so it should be should be an awesome day uh, in the summer. And um, I I'm yeah I'm speechless. I I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, Mets. Yeah, Mets. Uh, you know, are expected to uh, finally. Uh, retire his, uh, you know, his number 31 jersey since uh, no one, after he, you know, he left the Mets uh, after the twenty the 2005 season, no one has ever wore the number 31. So, uh, you know, we we should find out momentarily when uh, when his, his uh, number will finally be um, retired. And um, another thing is uh, Mets, you know, this is the 20th anniversary of the Mets winning their last uh, World Series championship. Um, so they're going to honor, they're going to honor uh, their players. Uh, you know, in May when they battled the Dodgers. So that that weekend they're going to be, uh, you know, celebrating uh, the you know the legendary '86 uh, team with the aforementioned Dallas Strawberry, Doc Gooden. Ron Darling, Keith Hernandez, the late Gary Carter, and uh, the rest. Uh, Mookie Wilson, you know, it should should be awesome. And uh, hopefully Sandy Alderson will 
surprise everybody and try to make a move, a splashy move, and, uh, you know, put them over the top. Because right now, this current Met team, they have the pitching. You know, they got Harvey and DeGrom and uh, Syndergaard. Wheeler should be uh, coming back, uh, you know, off his Tommy Tommy John surgery in about June. Uh, Cologne returns uh, as a fifth man slash uh, long man once Wheeler returns. And, of course, the the second-year player entering this year uh, would be uh, uh, Steve Metz. Steven Metz. So um, the the Mets pitching is awesome. I mean, I like the additions of Neil Walker and uh, Jubal Cabrera. But other than that, um, they don't have anybody who's scary uh, in the offense. They don't have any power guy. If you want to count Lucas Duda, which he's up and down. And David Wright, I think his days as a feared, uh, you know, 30 home run guy, that's long gone. I mean, you know, he has the bat, you know, he has the spinal stenosis. So if you get 20 home runs out of him, I mean, that that's a blessing right there. And if you could find a way to stay healthy, I mean, that, that'd be awesome. So right now, Mets don't have that feared offensive guy. And um, in order for them to return to a World Series, and hopefully this time, uh, upset the, the the Royals or whoever gets in as the American League team, they need they need they need one more fearsome bat and uh they clearly don't have that. I mean Grandison had a great year. You know Cespedes uh you know he had that uh awesome uh regular season uh power barrage but he's most likely not coming back because Metronak and the spend the money, even though he's still a free agent. Justin Upton is out there, 26-year-old guy, hit, what, 26 home runs or so, knocked in a career-high 103 RBIs, would be perfect in a Met uniform, but uh, that's that's not going to happen either. So I don't we'll, – we'll see what happens. Mets are going to hope that Conforto turns into that power guy that they expect him to be, you know, off his uh, rookie year this past season and uh, – yeah, the Mets have to cross their fingers, basically. And uh, another thing is uh, Paul DePodesta, um he was in the front office. He was a former GM with the, the Dodgers uh, many years ago. He left the, 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 the Mets to be the, um, the chief strategy officer for the Cleveland Browns. Not even a, base, not even a baseball team. He, went, he left the Mets... To, in, to go to the same capacity, but with the Cleveland Browns, man, he left the, he left the MLB to go to uh, uh, to the NFL. So that's a that's a really surprising move right there. Yeah. And what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I couldn't believe that. That's crazy, man. Wow. And that's... you know he's a unprecedented. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that is unheard of. But um, you know, uh, congrats to him. Hopefully, you know, you know he he'll have success with the Browns, and hopefully the Mets will win the World Series somehow. You know, with this great pitching, and hopefully these guys can have some timely hitting and play much better defense than they did in the World Series. 
Yeah, the Mets uh, definitely uh, the Mets definitely needed some offense in this offseason. They didn't really address it, so you know, um, hopefully they can get some hitting. They can find some hitting somewhere because if they go into this upcoming season with what they have right now, they're not going to go back to the World Series. I mean, they need a big bat in the lineup. That's a that's that's a major need. I I totally I totally agree with you, man. It's uh, I think they're they're hope they're they're um you know they they're you know they they're um taking their awesome pitching for granted. You know they only have like a few more years with with this awesome pitching because you know in about like three years or so, a lot of these guys are going to be uh, they're going to be free agents or you know so unless Mets can find some way to make more money or, you know, spend it wisely and, and lock up these guys, their window of winning a championship is closing very, very quickly. So they got, they got a, they got a, uh, Sandy Alderson has to wave another magic wand. I know he, he, last year he did win the baseball executive of the year, but, um, you know, he, of course he did, he has experience winning a, a title with uh, the Oakland A's uh, in 89, but we don't have it. we don't have Conseco or Maguire or any of their uh, you know special enhancement stuff that they had to help them you know hit those home runs you know five hundred feet or whatever. So yeah, they all of a sudden got to find a way to get this Met team to you know get more timely hitting and uh, you know at times uh, you know. Swing for the fences. Yeah, for real. We'll see what Because, like you said and, earlier, I mean, David Wright does still, you know, he's David Wright. You know, I mean, he's in his. David Wright's at his peak right now. You know. Well, and he's he's past it. He's past his peak now. I mean, but he's past his I prime. His peak was, a, yeah, I'd say oh 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 five oh six. Uh, I'd say th- those were his prime years, oh seven. But like once, once City, uh, once oh nine hit when City Field came, that was the end of his. That was the end of his prime. You know he, you know this year he hasn't stayed healthy enough. Um, but yeah, he has the same problem that uh, Don Manley had, which you know ended uh, you know Manley's awesome career with the Yankees. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully for him, it, the same thing doesn't happen to him because, you know, Don Manley, he had an awesome career, but unfortunately he, you know, he was one year short of uh, winning, you know, winning a title with the Yankees, you know, when they won it all in 96. And, of course, you know, Piazza and Griffey, they didn't win a title. So, you know, um, that's why Mets have to spend the money because, you know, if you if you take it for granted with with the awesome pitching that they have, they'll win it. It's it's not you know it's not uh, set in stone. Look at the mm-hmm. the Braves of the '90s. They won in '95, but you know with that awesome pitching, or even the '86 team, you would assume they would have put up, they would have won at least two or three more titles. But that didn't happen. So yeah, Alderson has to look for a deal or or sign a free agent to. Put them over the top because right now this this hot stove is really cold. 
and uh, Drew Storen, he got traded from the Nationals uh, to the to the A's. I mean, no, not to the A's, the the Blue Jays. So that that basically clear up the whole Papelbon Storen closer debacle. But now Pop, that means Papelbon's going to stay with Bryce Harper. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic. How those guys are going to be teammates after the the brawl, you know. Uh, this past season, so that's another thing to look at. Ford and uh, Daniel Murphy uh, finally got uh, introduced as, you know, the Nationals uh, infielder, and you know he, you know he, um, he revealed that he got thanks, you know, he received thanks from his, uh, you know, from Collins, Sarah Collins, the Mets manager, and his former teammates. So uh, he's going to be facing the Mets, I think, in May. So that's going to be an interesting. Reception he'll get. I think he'll get a, I think he'll get a standing ovation his first time up, and then after that he'll receive booze here, you know, right after. Especially if he gets a big hit in his first at bat against the Mets at City Field. So, but uh, moving on along, uh, the other big news in uh, this week was of course Tom Coughlin. He stepped down as uh, the Giant uh, head coach. Had a phenomenal career. Uh, with the the Giants, led them to two Super Bowl championships uh, against the Patriots. And uh, I don't know if you heard, guess where he's rumored to be uh, the next head coach, possibly? The Eagles? Correct. There's rumors that he's he's going to audition with the Eagles very soon. So if he, if he goes to the Eagles, that's going to be really, it's going to be really scary right there. Yeah, well, it's, it, yeah, it would definitely be you know weird seeing him uh, after all these years with the Giants, seeing him coaching on the other sideline with the Eagles, well, far rival the Eagles. But you know, he has to do what he has to do. You know, um, he's a great coach. You know, he won us two Super Bowls, and it's time for him to move on. And uh, hopefully, if he does go to the Eagles, he'll uh, help them win as well, but not against the Giants. Well, yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, he had a heartfelt speech where, you know, he, uh, you know, he, you know, he had a heartfelt speech basically telling Eli that, you know, their, you know, their recent struggles of making the playoffs these past couple of years, it wasn't his fault. And that, you know, he couldn't have a, a, you know, person that he, that, you know, couldn't, you know, that could have been a son to him, you know. So you know he has high regards for for Eli, and as you know, Eli has mutual respect for the only coach he ever he ever played for. So that's going to be a interesting uh, you know it's going to be an interesting year for Eli, whoever is the new head coach of the the Giants will be. But you know yeah. uh, you know Eli is a professional. He'll you know he'll he'll move on and uh, try to get the Giants back to uh, where the Giant fans want them to be and always have Vince Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, definitely. And uh, another thing, the, the with Tom, if Tom Coughlin signs with the Eagles, they might have a Rex Ryan scenario. And unfortunately, last week, the, the, the Jets, they had a chance to, to make it to the playoffs with a win in their end scenario against the Bills. And unfortunately, they blew that game. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick had his worst game as a 
as a um, as a Jet, he had I think two touchdowns and three interceptions, and uh, you know Brandon Marshall and uh, you know Decker, you know they both had you know touchdowns. So um, he uh, Brandon Marshall uh, he set the um, I think the Jets reception record. Uh, you know, but unfortunately, they didn't win. The, they didn't go to the playoffs. They they lost, and then I think the the Steelers won. So um, of course, they were eliminated. You know, they had a ten and six season. Um, before the season, you would have signed up for that, but it was just a horrible end to a promising season. And uh, Steelers, uh, they won. Uh, just a few minutes ago, about a half hour ago, against the um, against the Browns. No, no, not Bengals. the Browns. The, um, the Bengals. I mean, uh, excuse me. And uh, they they advance. So, what's your thoughts on the Jets' uh, situation going on? Well, uh, the Jets had a chance to win it, you know, in that final game. They didn't. They blew their shot at that play at the playoffs. Um, but uh, going forward, yeah, you definitely have to have Fitzpatrick as your quarterback. Uh, can't put Gino back in there. And they have a – they have a, I like um, um, Decker and Marshall. I mean, those, that's a great, you know, one-two punch at wide receiver to have, you know. Mm-hmm. One of the best wide receivers in, a, in AFC. Two of the best uh, wide receivers in AFC, I should say. So, I mean, they should definitely have a great year next year. You know, and hopefully make the playoffs this time. You know, because uh, well, I think they finished the season what ten and six. Yeah, right? ten and six. So and, you know, uh, the NFC that could have been good enough to go to the playoffs, maybe. Who knows? Oh yeah, the NFC East, man. Yeah, they definitely would have made it for sure. Yeah. But unfortunately for them, they're in the AFC East, and uh, you know they they had their shot, and uh, unfortunately they have they have to deal with the Patriots who had to buy uh, this week, you know, because obviously they have the top spot, you know, in the, in the AFCs as usual. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Ty Ball has to, you know, get McCagnan, uh, you know, to re-sign uh, Fitzpatrick. And, uh, you know, hopefully next year and uh, his and uh, Brandon Marshall's, uh, Playoff this uh, streak, and we'll, we'll see what happens uh, this upcoming season. Yeah. And uh, speaking of playoff playoff list streak, uh, the Knicks, man, they uh, they they were playing better recently after they uh, they they had a, a a bad stretch of losing a bunch of games, but they've been playing a, a lot better. I think they had what a three game winning streak. Coming into the Spurs game on, uh, I think it was what, Friday night, but unfortunately, uh, the Knicks, you know, they failed uh, to, uh, uh, you know, hit the game-winning three or even a, sh- a regular shot. I was watching the game and I was furious. You know, they had a typical Knicks. They were down a point, 100 to 99. They all they needed was a bucket. But Melo, you know, I thought he should have kicked it, passed it to Porzingis, but he passed it to Calderon for a three, a wide open three. But um, you know, it was no good, and the Knicks lost one hundred to ninety nine. So Knicks are like now nine; they lost nine straight games to the 
Spurs or something, something like that. So, you know, Knicks played a, you know, they played a good game, you know, late in the game. But Spurs, man, they know how to win. Yeah, and, uh, yeah they were close. Spurs on the back. They just know how to win. You know, Spurs and Warriors, man. That's going to be the Western Conference Finals right there. And so, you know, Knicks, they blew that opportunity. And uh, Knicks, you know, they got to hopefully bounce back and uh, yeah. get back, win some games so they can get back to 500. But already they sold last night. Yeah, they did. But unfortunately, the Spurs know how to win. And as a result, Knicks lose again. But uh, fortunately, the Knicks, uh, they surpassed last year's total. And hopefully the Knicks will continue to play well. Porzingis had a great game. He had uh, 28 points and 11 rebounds uh, He uh, against the Spurs, but that wasn't enough, as you know. And uh, Porzingis, he won back-to-back uh, you know, rookie of the year, rookie of the month award. So, congrats to him. You know, congrats. first two months, first two months of the the year, he's won. Yeah, I mean, of this you know season, you know, he's won uh, these last two uh, you know months. You know, he, he's won. So, congrats to him. And um, yeah, but, you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully, he could keep it up and. Get the the Knicks into you know playoff berth in his rookie season, but um, well, really, yeah, it, it, a lot of basketball to be played, and the Rangers uh, they lost to the, the the Capitals, and you know that's their rivals uh, that they you know they've defeated recently, but today was not that day. Uh, they had a they had like a lead uh, uh, like a three. 3-2 lead, but in six seconds, the Capitals tied the game, and then they lost in overtime by the final score of, um, I think, what, 4-3. Four to, four to three. So, you know, tough loss for the Rangers. Uh, hopefully they'll rebound and, uh, you know, get back to the play, get back to the, you know, Stanley Cup, you know, later on. But um, lastly, the, the um, WWE, uh, Roman Reigns will defend his title in the Royal Rumble match for the first time ever. As you recall, uh, Ric Flair, he won uh, the, the, um, the WWE title when the title was vacated, uh, you know, vacated, uh, was, you know, a um, long time ago. Um, but this is the first time the title has been, uh, you know, there's actually a winner. Someone's actually trying to defend the title at the, at the Royal Rumble. So this is the second time in the history of WWE that the title is on the line at the Royal Rumble event. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, it, the first time you're going to have a champion defending his title in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I mean, that that's unheard of. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I'm to- I totally agree with you. Uh, to me, I think the, you know, that... This could be potentially the best Royal Rumble match if they do if they play their cards right. You know? Yeah, having the title defended at the Royal Rumble, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. They have WWE better not botch this this opportunity. And yep. uh, speaking of not botching an opportunity, there's rumors that 
the Bullet Club, uh, which has AJ Styles, you know, the the, the great TNA uh, legend who's now, who was recently uh, in New Japan. Uh, this this uh, Japanese wrestler Nakamura, I think his name is, uh, you know, Doc Gallows, who used to be Luke Gallows when he was in the Straight Edge Society and some other uh, wrestlers. They're rumored to be going to WWE. Even uh, uh, some of the WWE uh, wrestlers, like Finn Balor, who apparently was part of the Bullet Club uh, previously, there's rumors that he's going to start his own faction called the um, Balor Club and have those guys, basically, the Bullet Club, since Bullet Club is, they can't use that name because uh, New Japan has the rights to it. So there's rumor, you know, there's rumors that it's going to happen because Finn Balor has been teasing about this rumored Balor, Balor Club and other wrestlers, WWE superstars have been teasing it. Even WWE actually wrote a, car, a column about the rumor, and they never do that. So it looks like there's smoke, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. It looks like it's going to happen. It might even go down around where Rumble and uh, Brock Lesnar should be returning on Monday night. So that should yeah, be interesting. Be interesting. Also. Yeah. And uh, it would be awesome if AJ Styles actually finally joined WWE. I mean, I know he had like a like a warm-up match before he went to TNA and became a superstar, but this would be his first official opportunity in WWE if he does wow. come. It, it kind of reminds me of NWO. You know, when NWO came in 2002, you know, hopefully WWE won't botch that opportunity. Yeah. And then potentially have a, a, a Balor Club versus, um, you know, the White Family or even a reformed Shield, you know, once... Seth Rollins returns and maybe turns into a baby face eventually. I can see it. Should, should be an interesting, uh, uh, you know, event if that does happen. They might even, like I said, they might even debut at Royal Rumble. Or maybe this Raw. Who knows? It's very interesting what they're going to do. But lastly, what you thought, what you uh, think about, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, he, uh, Heat Slater's new group, the Social Outfit, it has um, uh, Cur- uh, Curtis Axel, uh, uh, who's on the group, Bo, Bo, uh, Dallas. Bo Dallas, yeah, and uh, uh, what's the guy? Um, I see his face. Axel, what's his name? Axel Rose. Axel Rose. What's the yeah. Name of that guy? Adam Rose. I mean, Adam Rose. Uh, right somebody there. else. I can't. Yeah, I can't even remember the other person. But, uh, you know, I just think it's going to be a job or group. Nothing serious is going to come of it. But uh, I'm looking really forward to Monday Night Raw and the Royal Rumble. Uh, you have any last words you'd like to say? Uh, check out my show, IMAX, Saturdays at 11. Come back here, check out Sports of Legend, Sundays at midnight. You heard the man. Check out this show, Sundays at midnight. Check out his show, uh, IMAX, uh, every uh, Saturday at 11. I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Sports of the Legend with me, with my mo, and of course my co-host Macaulay Matthew, and I'll see you guys next week, and happy new year.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.